Welcome back to the Sea Arts Podcast. It's already the eighth episode and the journey with you is so much fun. Today it's time for another inspirational solo. And what's currently on my mind is how as a society we have currently to protect culture. But in the end, the arts and culture will save us. Welcome to the Sea Arts Podcast. We build a bridge between arts and business and want to inspire you to see arts. I'm super excited to have you dive in with me into this inspiration solo and we're having three exciting topics. First of all, the creative space. Where do we become the best versions of ourselves? Hashtag Kulturschutzgebiet. Secondly, we dive into these unprecedented times and the year of re. And last but not least, let's take the wave towards altered states. In the intro, I mentioned how the arts are going to save us. And I'm going to give you some more thought-provoking ideas how this will actually happen. So let's get this started. In order to make this format a bit more interactive, we're also going to have some Instagram stories guiding you through this tour. We're starting off with the first topic, the creative space. And so I would love to hear what are the spaces that make your creativity go wild. For me, a creative space can be both a space where I can deeply focus on what I'm doing, but also a space that inspires me. And actually where we reside here in Stuttgart is such a place. Hashtag Kulturschutzgebiet. You know that Germans love to put a lot of words together. And Kulturschutzgebiet consists of culture, Schutz is protection, and Gebiet is area. So in a way, a cultural reserve or cultural protected area. Why does culture need protection is the first question that might arise. In the end, it is also a a funny approach that people that enter this area think it's kind of like a natural reserve, a national protected area. And in the way it questions if culture needs this kind of protection. In these crazy times, it actually gets a double meaning, I would say, because first of all, creative need these spaces in order to have a blank canvas to draw new ideas onto. But on the other hand, Due to Corona, especially the performing arts sector has been hit really hard. And so also from a government side of view, creatives need not just space, but also money to support all the work that can currently be produced or not actually just produced, but also shown because all the theaters are closed. There are no festivals happening and also no uh, not a lot of concerts. So especially yeah, for the performing arts, it's it's a hard time but also the time to reflect and reinvent things. And I had a diverse set of conversations with different artists and some really enjoyed the calmness, the silence and taking away the pressure of having to produce something and rather focusing on just being, just being an artist and going actually back to what this originally meant to them. So there have been a lot of talks about what is the importance of arts and culture for society. And well, from March to May, there was probably not too much of a, a typical cultural life as all institutions were closed. And so some people switched to Netflix 
also some institutions try to stream their content online. But I think it's really a different that the arts and culture are so far there to be experienced vividly in, in a space with other persons where we can feel the resonance. So I think that would be also an important part of the journey. How can we create digital spaces for both the consumption, the experience, but as well the creation of arts in the near future, but also what will be the future of the existing institutions and how can they, with the help of technology, become in a way corona and future-proof all at once. So I see the positive byproduct of this change that actually the technological change will be so much more boosted and actually also new artworks, new fusions can be created. Coming back to Kulturschutzgebiet, so where we reside is actually a, a, a funny place because so many different artists live there and, and produce there. So it's 80 artists from different genres, from sculpturing artists to performing artists, different theaters, but also architects. And I think that is also in a way a futuristic place for the arts where different disciplines are merging and at the edges, that's where the new new is, is finally created. I currently perceive the creative space needs two attributes, the space where you can ideate, where you can get inspired. And that's definitely what we have to offer at Kunstverein Wagenhallen. But secondly, as well, we need a space to focus, to bring our ideas without too much distraction onto the blank canvas to really create from the scratch and come into the realization phase. So, I mean, uh, there are so many ideas out there. And so we need these open spaces that bring us well into, into dream worlds in a way, but also that make us wonder and think. But then it's also about rather the, the black box in a way where you really are creating, are realizing the creative process, are iterating, are going back and forth. And I think that's the great thing about Kulturschutzgebiet Wagenheim and the Kunstfreund Wagenheim that it is a space where you can find both things. You can be, in a way, outgoing, get inspired, but also you can dive into what you are doing. And so I would love to hear what are the creative spaces for you? Where do you get inspired out there? Are there also some digital spaces that inspire you? But then where do you bring ideas into action? Where do you realize them? So after diving into the spatial dimensions, let's talk about time and these unprecedented times. The kind of call to action that I'm trying to bring out is here that 2020 is the year of re. What do I mean by re? Well, re is a Latin word and it means again or back. So 2020 for me was so far a year to reflect. So reflect. But also, I think you're also doing a lot of reactivities. So I think the arts currently, they have to reinvent themselves. We have to revert. We have to rethink. We have to reimagine how we want our life to be. And in a way, if we think about the, the origin of the word re, back and again, in front of my I, I could see actually this iterative process that we're going back and doing something again. So it actually, it becomes a routine, a creative routine. I don't hope that we're going too much back and just, uh, well, back to how we were doing things in a, in a wrong way, but we stay innovative. 
In this context, Louise Neubauer, the activist of Fridays for Future, wrote a beautiful article about exnovation, which also states that in order to be innovative, we have to get rid of old stuff. So the things that weren't working, well, let's let's leave them behind because now we have the chance to uh, well rethink and reevaluate our lives, how uh, how it could look like into this new normal, whatever this will look like. So again, the question, what year activities did you do this year? So again, the question also answer on Instagram, but also right now, just uh, towards, uh, towards your cell phone or where you're listening from, what did you read this year? Did you restart something? Did you reignite your business engine already? Or are you still rethinking how, how life is about? So I think it's an important part to take this creative pause as well to reiterate and uh, don't regret too much a fun word right and if we again look at this eight this kind of going again back this ritual this routine i really hope that we can create like a spire movement that the circus we're drawing this eight with it's it's getting wider and wider in a way also clearer and clearer because design thinking Uh, what I'm totally passionate about, it's all about iteration, prototyping, experimenting. And so we have to go back and forth. And probably that's the best year to really dive as well into the deeper meaning. Currently out there, there's a lot of purpose discussion. I think it's important that, especially for, for the next generations, um, what we took as status quo about flying, about Uh, this kind of freedom, I think it will be it will be different, and I really as well hope that that my kids will would teach me new ways, uh, help me to uh, reshift the perspective towards what what can be like a, a sustainable way of living. So yeah, let's let's enjoy this year of free and rather see the positive outcomes. I know that the pandemic uh, has hit so many hard bows personally. Uh, a lot of people died. But as a as a as a race, as as human beings, I think it's so powerful if we concentrate and, and focus on the positive outcomes and take this momentum towards the next level. So let's let's surf this wave of of re into 2020 and, and shape the future. And talking about the future, I made this provocative statement, how the arts can ultimately save us. Yeah, I think these are big words, but you have to be provocative that people listen to you and I'm glad that you're still listening. So what I mean by, uh, by the arts will save us, I take you on the journey. I think currently Corona has really accelerated the technological change and a lot of these exponential technologies are actually converging from AI towards robotics that are going to, to test human beings when they go and enter a, a venue. And it also that Well, a lot of people like sh were able to shift their business pretty quickly. That online marketing is boosting so much more stuff, move from the theaters into, into streams. And the fun thing is that all these technologies are really merging into and are re-accelerating itself. Peter Diamandis put it as the acceleration of the acceleration. I can totally agree that uh, that COVID is the super booster for, for digitization because right now uh, we realize that, you, well, you need a good Wi-Fi connection. You can still... Uh, Keep on working if you're not, well, physically, if you not have to physically be in this location. 
So while technology is changing so quickly, I hope that in the, in the near future, technology will actually help humans to become more human and humane again. What I mean by this is that technology from uh, the cashier at the, at the supermarket towards security control at the airport, I hope that rather we as human beings were able to design technology in that way that our activities, our lives can be more human fulfilled and also more creative so that we kind of refocus our energy into what it, what it takes and what it means to be human. And I think we all creative Uh, creative people we have an enormous creative potential within us and right now i perceive out there there are still so many jobs that are not made for humans it's just like in a way you could say it that way these jobs are made for machines but human try to do it but they at some point machines will take over and i think that that's fine that some jobs will disappear and i think there will be different areas where we as human beings can really thrive I, I also read the book, The Big Nine, that puts out different scenarios of the future. But I'm rather technology optimistic that we still have the control in our hands, plus that we can shape a more um, well human-empowered world and human-empowering world out there. So what I mean by this is that I feel that humans can get back into their creative potential And uh, well, creativity and the arts for me in this context is from being more musical to perform, to to draw, but rather go into these activities. So for me as well, arts is is writing a, a masterpiece of, of code, right? A, a program, an app that can be also artistic, but I feel really like the, the haptical analog experience are also really, really, really fun ones and really, really important ones. So once we kind of go back onto our creative roots, I think that we can reconnect to what it means to be human. And uh, you might know that I'm really excited about these altered states of consciousness and the, the moments of flow. And I feel that we will be able through this artistic move to this artistic momentum, become more into, into flow states of life. And when I'm thinking about flow, as well in the context of technological change, of exponential growth. And if I compare technological growth with like how human intelligence is, is growing, I feel that we have to become exponentially human. And in flow states, I think we're as close as possible uh, getting there. So flow in this context means both on an individual, but also on a group level, that we, we grow at the edges, that we become enlightened and that we, that we dive into these states of peak performance, that we become hyperproductive. And for creativity, it's the fun thing that creativity triggers flow and then flow again Uh, heightens creativity so it's again this this magical spiral of a flow and creativity that can emerge and so in this context i feel that once technology gives us more free space to be human we can dive into our artistic heritage and from there become not just flow hackers but also riding the flow wave to become the best versions of ourselves and so the arts can save us
I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Sea Arts Podcast. From a deep inside, I was sharing personal stories, the things that are on my mind. And yeah, let's please stay in touch. Uh, write on Instagram at Sea Arts Now and subscribe in order to get more people on board and build this co-creative bridge together. <laughs>